presented by Pharma. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Wednesday, May 10th. Here's what's driving the day in Washington. There was quite a bit of news that popped in the afternoon and evening on Tuesday, starting with around 4 p.m., President Joe Biden meeting with the Big Four, Chuck Schumer at McConnell in the Senate, Hakeem Jeffries and Kevin McCarthy in the House to talk about the negotiations around federal spending and the debt limit. Something that we saw that we did not think we were going to see was President Biden coming out in front of cameras and press and taking questions. And so we got quite a bit of information on how the White House is thinking about it, and more importantly, some insight into how the meeting actually went. President Biden said that three of the four had a kind of a cordial conversation, making it seem like, based on some reporting that's out there, that Kevin McCarthy was the one who wasn't that cordial. This is going to continue to drive not just today or yesterday, but the weeks and weeks in Washington. Because first of all, everyone is worried about this. Folks that you talk to that have been through this over and over and over again, they say that this time feels like we're going to get closer to the brink than ever before. It might even go over the cliff. And so what President Biden and the rest of them are doing over the next few weeks is going to be vital to that. Also, you have President Biden saying he will skip his G7 trip in Japan later this month if... They don't have a deal, and that's something I think that folks were looking forward to. Today, President Biden is headed to Valhalla, New York. It's a GOP-held district that he carried in 2020. He is going with the GOP representative for the area, Mike Lawler. And why this is interesting and kind of fascinating is because it underscores how this administration is hoping to peel off some moderates in the GOP to kind of run around Kevin McCarthy on the debt ceiling if necessary. They think that centrists like Lawler, who is one of the more vulnerable Republicans that's up for re-election, as you guys probably know, is going to be scared and buckle under the pressure as it gets closer and closer to the debt ceiling. So what I would watch if I was you is how many of these kinds of events President Biden and the administration overall kind of do to put some pressure on those GOP moderates to go around their friend and boss, Kevin McCarthy. And finally, what's probably the biggest news of the week, even though it's only Wednesday, is President Trump was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation in the civil case against him by E. Jean Carroll. Joining me to discuss that last item is our reporter, Erica Orden. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. One of the things I think that I found interesting, a lot of people found interesting in this civil case with President Trump, is that after everybody had settled and the jury had gone back, it was a really short time. Were you expecting that? What does that say about about the case? I'll be honest, I did not think that there was going to be a verdict on the first day of deliberations, let alone within the first three hours. I did suspect that they would find in favor of Carol on the battery count. I was not as confident in the defamation count, but I was surprised with the speed of the verdict. And if I had to guess, it probably comes down to, you know, the fact that they heard Carol speak to them for three days straight and they heard 10 other people besides Carol speak in her defense. And they really didn't hear anyone from Donald Trump's side except for Donald Trump on a videotaped deposition. And I think they probably probably walked away with that balance in mind. We saw what happened. <laughs> the jury in this case awarded her $5 million. Mm-hmm. And talk to me about what happens next. Like, what could we see here moving forward? 
Right. So Trump and his attorney said immediately following the verdict that they do plan to appeal. So I guess we'll see if that happens. Donald Trump tends to deploy a lot of delay tactics in legal cases and in legal proceedings. So I think appealing a verdict might fall into that category. And there are some other steps you can take to hold off on paying those damages. We'll see if he's successful in any of those. (laughs) Erica, thank you very much. I'm sure you have lots of reporting to do because New York, as they say, never sleeps. So I appreciate you coming in and hopping on with us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. And for your schedule today, the biggest thing, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is holding a press conference today where they say that they're going to present the American people all the information that they've received thus far pertaining to bank records of Biden and his family in what House Republicans are calling a pay-for-play scheme. Ian Sams, who's the White House spokesperson for oversight investigations, sent over an interesting quote on this hearing that we're going to see the Biden family investigation. He says, quote, Congressman Comer has a history of playing fast and loose with the facts and spreading baseless innuendo while refusing to conduct his so-called investigations with legitimacy. So... Clearly, as they've done before, the administration is going to be knocking with all barrels pointed straight at Comer. We will have to see how that plays out. But it's a reminder that the House Republicans have continued to want to and say they are going to investigate President Biden and his family as we move forward. For an expanded schedule of everything happening in D.C. today and a lot more reporting, check out Playbook this morning at politico.com slash playbook. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening. Middlemen, like PBMs, say they want lower prices, yet they often deny or limit coverage of lower-cost generics and biosimilars while giving preferential coverage to medicines with higher prices. This might be good for their bottom line, but it can lead to higher costs for patients. It's time to lower costs for patients by holding middlemen accountable. More at pharma.org slash PBMS.